Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access. No cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text Franchise 123 to 63566. Text Franchise 123 to 63566. You guys, it's Rick Tittle. All right, thank you for joining us on another live edition of Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Get it? Got it? Good. I am your humble host, Rick Tittle, coming to you from the home studios of the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network, downtown San Francisco. Nice to have you with us wherever you are listening, coast to coast, border to border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Quite uh, honored uh, to have been selected by AFN to bring programming and entertaining, intriguing talk to the troops, wherever you might happen to be, and you can chime in. I'd love to hear from anybody who wants to talk football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, put a the ball, chess, checkers, rugby, cricket. We'll do it together at the toll-free line, 1-800-878-PLAY. Don't write it down, dial it up. It's toll-free, 1-800-878-PLAY. <clears throat> Yesterday it was all sports talk, and we put an end to that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have an author. We have a director. We have an actress getting back to the normal stuff. Also excited to talk to Steve Chirundolo coming up in less than an hour and a half at 1025. He'll join us. He's the new manager of LAFC in MLS, LOL, STFU. Now, uh, Gareth Bale and Giorgio Chiellini, both guys on the wrong side of 30, but still will add a lot of excitement to MLS, goal maker and goal stopper. We'll talk to him. We'll also have the lovely and talented actress, as I mentioned, Yulia Klass. We'll check in with Karen Lyle, as we always do at 940 with salesporttalk.com. Writer-director Joe Hall, his new movie, The Road to Galena. Uh, Mick Yardley will stop by and talk a little baseball. And author Patrick Moser, who wrote a book about uh, surfing called Surf and Rescue. And your calls. 1-800-878-PLAY. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. Twitch is going strong again. Check us out at sportsbyline.com. I even have a collared shirt on today. Come on back.
Hey, Mike, what are you doing way up on that ladder? You're going to hurt yourself. Oh, I'm trying to unclog these gutters. That's smart. I had water damage from my gutters last year. It cost me ten grand. Yeah, wait, $10,000? Yeah, and from over here, it looks like water's been pouring over your clogged gutters and is probably doing real damage to your foundation. You need to do what I did. Get off the ladder and call Leaf Filter. Yeah, but I need to get these gutters flowing now. That's why you need to call Leaf Filter. They'll clean and realign your gutters and install their exclusive micro-mesh screen system so nothing gets in your gutters except water. So Leaf Filter protects my house from damage and means no more gutter cleaning for me? Bingo! Plus Leaf Filter has an industry-leading lifetime warranty, so your gutters are covered for life. Thanks, Frank. I'm calling Leaf Filter today. Don't go another day with your home unprotected. Call 1-844-300-LEAF or go to tryleaffilter.com for your free gutter inspection. Call 1-844-300-LEAF or go to tryleaffilter.com right now for an extra 15% savings. Call 1-844-300-LEAF or go to tryleaffilter.com. That's one 844 Are you tired of paying hundreds of dollars or more every month for your family's health benefits? Would you pay as little as $10 a week to save more money on your health care visits? You'll save on dental care, chiropractic visits, telehealth visits, vision care, medical lab work, and much, much more. All of this for one low fee of around $40 a month for your entire family. AmeriPlan has been providing Americans with fantastic discount health plans for 30 years. Have access to a quarter of a million high-quality health providers. Even if you have health insurance, you need to have an AmeriPlan discount health plan. And again, for less than $40 a month, your entire family is covered. Best thing you can do is make a free call right now and learn about how our platinum plan can help you with your health care needs for as low as $40 a month. 800-723-2391. 800-723-2391. That's 800-723-2391. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417-800-871-9417-800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on American Forces Radio Network. Not Forces, Forces. If everybody shows up today, and I mean my guests, we'll have one open segment per hour. This is the one this hour, so come on in at 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Kyrie Irving, we were talking about him yesterday, 
I said there's no way he's going to opt out of $37 million player option with the Nets to take a $6 million mid-level exception with the Lakers. And, uh, yeah, that's true. He is opting in, and so he will finish out his contract with the Brooklyn Nets. But here's the thing. They can still trade him. There's no more fear of him taking a drastic pay cut on his side. But Irving will simply be a player on an expiring contract next season. And that's actually the easiest guy to trade. Expiring contract guys, right? And they're much easier to deal with than some free agent. When a team acquires a player, when they do a sign-and-trade, they trigger a hard cap. I love this. At the luxury tax apron. I think you can get one at Ross or you can get one at Sir Latab, a nice one. The luxury tax apron. That would expect it to be around $155.7 million next year. All right? So this is the thing about the Warriors. They went about... 18 mil over and then they paid like another 130 million (laughs) just because they went over but Irving said remember Lakers Clippers Mavs Sixers Heat and then he said Knicks just to make every other person go huh and raise an eyebrow and uh, put down their hoagie right Now, the Lakers and the Clippers already have so much money on the books. And we're already hearing that John Wall is on his way to the Clippers. Now, if he could, I mean, he's, it seems like he's been hurt for the last six years. If he can get back to being John Wall again, that's a tremendous pickup for them. Coming from Houston now. It's hard to believe. I, was, I always think Washington. <clears throat> but trying to get around a hard cap would be basically impossible for the Lakers and Clippers. So there's no way they could do a sign-in trade. The Heat, the Sixers, and the Mavs would also have difficulty. The only team that he mentioned, which is in a, a completely comfortable position to absorb Kyrie Irving through a sign-in trade, are the Knicks. But they never said they wanted to do that. So in a sense, Irving opting in removed that hard cap obstacle And so now he's very easy to trade. But the message surrounding Kyrie's decision to opt in suggests that he does not want the Nets to move him. Sham Sharani has said Irving is bypassing on multiple uh, opt-in and trade scenarios to fulfill his four-year commitment to the Nets and Kevin Durant. That doesn't exactly scream we're trying to facilitate a trade. All right. Well, could that have been a bluff to try to goad possible trade partners into surrendering more? It's possible. Adrian Wojnarowski uh, still says that the Lakers are the only team that seems interested. I mean, the Clippers have filled their point guard hole with John Wall. New York is apparently going to offer $100 million for Jalen Brunson. And Dallas is focused on not letting that happen. Philadelphia has spent the offseason trying to clear room 
to throw a non-taxpayer mid-level offer at P.J. Tucker, we are hearing. Nobody is quite certain what Miami is up to, but, you know, Riley plays everything close to the chest, and uh, I don't think that would be an ideal scenario uh, for Kyrie. (laughs) But maybe the Nets are trying to squeeze the Lakers for what meager assets they have. There's just not all that much they can put on the table. Their their next first round picks are twenty seven and twenty nine. They ha- they do have swap rights in twenty six and twenty eight. The only young player on their team that has much value is Austin Reeves. Although you, somebody might like Taylor Horton Tucker, but maybe if the Lakers offered all of it, they could sneak their way into the proceedings. But there's another major op- major obstacle for them to get over because LeBron James and Anthony Davis are not going anywhere. So Russell Westbrook would have to be in the deal to match that $37 million. Why would Brooklyn be interested in Westbrook, including to but not limited his history with Kevin Durant? And you think about how poor his shooting would be and how that would affect Ben Simmons as Ben Simmons, you have to say, has declined as a, as a viable NBA player until we see something. So that means you'd have to get a third party involved. And what would that three-way deal look like? If there was a way for them to trade Westbrook without surrendering significant assets, don't you think they would have done that already? And the answer is yes. So barring another unforeseen development, and with the Nets, you can never rule that out. You should just expect Kyrie to be wearing black and white again in Brooklyn. And maybe something that happens where they force a midseason trade again, like they did with Harden. But maybe an unexpected new suitor emerges with an offer the Nets can't refuse. I don't know. But... Even with a Irving trade still a technical possibility, all signs now point to him, the enigmatic player, remaining with the Nets and then just being a complete free agent after next season. And then would you beat down the door for him? Would you? I don't I don't think that that sounds like something that... I mean, listen, it's just... There's, there's a lethargy to Kyrie's game. And I'm not talking about Ben Simmons' lethargy where he doesn't show up. There's just something about him. I, I don't I don't know. Um, <clears throat> now, June 30th, which is in two days, marks the beginning of the NBA offseason. And we've talked about that. We were talking about uh, trades and contract extensions and, and uh, you know, free agency there are a couple of notes. The rookie scale extensions can be signed until October 17th, i.e. the start of the regular season. The Supermax extensions also go to the opening night. Players with more than one season remaining on their contracts can sign veteran extensions until opening night. But players entering a contact year can sign veteran extensions at any point until the end of next season. So guys like Jalen Brunson, like I were talking about, could sign extensions now instead of entering uh, free agency. 
And if you think about the players who are eligible for contract extensions, LeBron James is one. And he said the door is not closed on returning to Cleveland. What? But he says, I want to stay with the Lakers as long as I can. What? (laughs) What did LeBron do last year? He scored over 30 points a game. Yes. Now, apparently, the offer that's been rumored is two years, $97 million as an extension for LeBron James. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of money. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on my line. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call you'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us? We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk-free offer. 800-738-5332. 800-738-5332. That's 800-738-5332. This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, 
unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to the program. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show the lovely and talented actress Yulia Klaas, and she's here to talk about her new film, Death Rider in the House of Vampires. Yulia, with the name I'm already in, and I think I think I know what's going on here, but can you tell us a little more about the plot, please? Um, hi. First of all, thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate it. Um, mm-hmm. And um, The Death Rider, uh, we're talking about a few movies today, I guess. Um, the, the one that was out recently is The Captors, but of course Death Rider is the one that was before that. And uh, it's directed by... Um, our, our famous Glenn Danzig from the Misfits, um, the founder of Misfits, and um, he did an, a great job because he's primarily, as we know, a musician, very talented um, in all aspects of um, musical career, but he'll, he's also a very talented director. And uh, his passion was always to direct uh, films. And um, Death Riders, basically, uh, it's a story. Um, a, um, I'm, I, it's a spaghetti western spoof, right? Mm-hmm. And the role that I was uh, playing is a mad- madam <laughs> uh, that's supplying human girls to the vampires. And um, the role was a little bit challenging in in um, in sense of the fact that we I had to um, present with a southern accent, and I am Eastern European. English is not my first language, so <laughs> um, when they asked me, "Can you put on tape? Like, you know, can you film this scene and you know send it over to us because we're making decision today?" and I went, uh, I called up my friend who's an actor, uh, Tim Powell, he's amazing, and uh, he said, yeah, I'm available, let's uh, let's try to put something together. So I asked him, I said, can you please read this sides right now, and I, I just want to listen to it. And I kept listening and listening, and I tried to recreate, <laughs> you know, what I was hearing, and they liked it. <clears throat> Excuse me, so when I submitted it to them, they liked it, and that's how I got that part of near Carla May. Um, <laughs> Can you give us a little hint, like how did you how did you approach your accent? Um, that, that's what I'm saying. So I was listening because because I uh, initially I was not even prepared already because I wasn't even expecting that type of um, request. So when it came about, you know, I listened to my friend um, reading the sides, but then afterwards I just had to. Uh, you know, uh, listen to songs actually to different mu- uh, to films. You know, watch films, 
and uh, that's pretty much how I prepared for the part. Very good. So that's a lot of talent, and of course you're a model as well. And is that something in Hollywood where if you're, you know, you're a model, maybe they think you don't have the acting chops or back and forth, like you have to sort of prove yourself? Um, I think I'm primarily, I agree with that statement, but I'm primarily an actor and, um, you know, I, I'm passionate about my acting career and the way how I even met Glenn, it was a prestigious film festival where we were showcasing, we were, there was a special screening of our film, uh, Captors, that is now out, um, it came out on May 24th, distributed by Lionsgate, and so that's how, and Glenn had his other film there, and I got introduced to him by our director. And so, um, and then I found out that he's working on the film after we came back from Sidious when they asked me to put on tape my audition. Um, but yeah, there's always, um, just, you know, thinking about if you're a, a model or a singer, you're not going to be um, specifically the best actor. But, you know, I think this is all in the past because most of the entertainers today, you know, actors, they're all, multi, you know, diverse and they all, they can do multiple things. You know, we dance, we uh, sing, we <laughs> act, everything, produce, direct. Um, there's so many outlets out there where we can showcase our talents and, um, you know, distribute our work. Um, so I feel like um, in, in today's day and age, we have a lot of opportunities to showcase ourselves from every angle, you know, to show what we're capable of doing. Sure. A couple more questions for Yulia Kloss. The, um, the people that you've worked with, one of them, of course, Tarantino um, made her even more famous as the great stunt woman from New Zealand and actress Zoe Bell. Like, what? Did, oh yeah. What did you learn from her? Like, have you ever tried to do, to do your own stunts like that? Zoe Bell is really cool. I've never met her until um, we were shooting Freshwater, um, and um, so there was a scene where I'm supposed to. I had a baseball bat in my hand. I was supposed to hit someone professionally, like I've done that before. And she was um, she was kind of, she was not directing anything, but she was just there. We were talking, and then we started shooting a scene. And she's like, "You know what? Doesn't look real. Let 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 me teach you how to do it." And she showed me with one swing. She didn't it, it didn't take you know many hours or anything. Just <laughs> literally one time, she showed it to me. I'm like, "Wow, where have you been before?" <laughs> she's just so amazing. And uh, I repeated exactly how she showed it to me. And it worked. They said, "Whoa, cut! Okay, that that worked." <laughs> but um, watching her, watching her work is, in this movie, she in the Freshwater, she was, um, uh, you know, a lead actress. And um, usually, she does stunts. She's in the background. Not a lot of people know that she's so multi-talented, and she's a great actor, actually. So um, I admire her. I think she's great and beautiful, and she did an amazing job. Um, you know, she's a very down-to-earth person as well. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed working with her. Your your green eyes are so stunning. Do you ever get accused of having <laughs> fake contacts in? You know, I do, but I, I do have contacts, but they're not color contacts. They are <laughs> they're like know, mine. Have, yeah, but I but no, I, I I hear this periodically. People people think it's not mine, but I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Sure. Um, I always wanted to have blue eyes, though. That's my dream. Oh, I know. Grass is always greener, huh? We, we uh, always want to have something we don't have, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, working with uh, Robin Williams and, and John Travolta as well, do you have any um, anecdotes from those two guys? Um, well, that is probably, Robin Williams is probably one of the best people, actors I've ever met in my life. And uh, that was just in the beginning of my acting career where obviously I 
I was just um, in the first stages of preparation for this uh, business. You know, I started doing all kinds of background roles. You know, you want to experience it from all ends. You know, you can't just come in there expecting someone's going to give you a big role. You know, so I started out with background roles, you know, just being on the set, getting a feel. And so that particular film, I was there for uh, three days while we were shooting in Miami. And I got to meet, I had a privilege of meeting Robin Williams. And he was probably the most fun person on the set. He was talking to every single person there. Mm. He was joking. He was, you know, he's just, just such a down-to-earth human being and beautiful soul. That's all I can say about him. It was such a privilege. I'm so honored that I, that I got a chance to experience his company and talk to him. And, you know, he spoke multiple foreign languages. Mm. Multi-talented individual. So for you, you talked about being on the way up and working with these big actors. So like when you got captors and you are the lead, what is that kind of a double-edged sword? You're like, finally, I'm the first name on the on the, <laughs> the, the marquee, but now it, it's all my responsibility now, right? Yeah, yeah, so at first you're thinking, yeah, give it to me, give it to me. I, <laughs> and, and, you know, it's a challenge for every actor. But then once you get there and it's a lower-budget film, you know, you don't have stand-ins there, you have to do everything. And I'm pretty much in every scene, so you just have to... Uh, go back to the makeup chair, grab a little snack, go back into the, you know, doing the scene. And it's like on and on and on where like in the, uh, with Robin Williams movie, it was more like I'm waiting and waiting and waiting for the time they call you. And, you know, <laughs> so it's different. But then you get to appreciate a little time out, you know. But at the same time, I would rather be so busy and so in every scene because it's so challenging for you as an actor. It's physically challenging, emotionally challenging uh, that particular role, there's, um, there's not much dialogue there. There's a lot of, um, you know, obviously facial expressions. You have to work on that, um, body language. Um, it's a, it was a pretty challenging role, pretty draining, too. At All the right. end of the day, it was very difficult. <laughs> very cool. So you've seen her survive the game beyond the law, Sugar Mountain. Uh, we just mm-hmm. talked about uh, Cold War captors and, of course, Death Rider and the House of Vampires with the fantastically scary and talented Danny Trejo. As always, we've been speaking with Yulia Klaas. Yulia, congratulations on everything, and uh, let's uh, catch up down the road. Sounds great. Thank you so much for having me. All right, uh, no doubt. And, um, you know, you think about how talented these uh, actors and actresses have to be when they get to Hollywood and the old southern accent thing. I think that's quite easy for most Americans just to say, I'm doing a southern accent and then everybody laughs but if it, <laughs> it's sort of like when I was in um, in Europe especially on the continent and um, you know people were like well why would you think I'm from Germany when I'm obviously from Austria I'm like I can't I can't differentiate your, your German but I think the funniest one of all and I never thought of it before is the fact that in England they don't see the difference between Canadian English and American English. So I do my old, you know, oh, the whole Calgary organizations have you boot that for sure, you hoser. And they're like, what? They don't sound like that. I go, yeah, they do. They go oot in a boot. They don't go out and about. All right, uh, former Icicle Show. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll do a little sailing on the other side, so get on back.
This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk congratulating all who participated in the Vondi Arctic Race 2022. Just after Charlie Dallin passed through the Iceland Gate, the race course was cut short because of a brutal storm with gusts up to 60 knots. Pip O'Hare, a prior guest on our show, took 13th. Let's listen to her recap of the race. Once we were through the worst of the gale, we've all just been trying to bank as much sleep as possible. Everyone is totally exhausted. I've been messaging a few of the other skippers this morning and everyone's the same. They've just been, oh, I've been sleeping as much as I can. Um, what a race though. Everything we expected it would be. I mean, it's challenging coming up to the north. Iceland is a lot further north than we go south in the Bondi Globe. Um, it's cold, you know, as we saw, the weather is fierce. Um, and so, you know, it ended up being a, a really challenging race in many, many aspects. Um, I mean, in terms of the race and how it ended, um, I, was, I was gutted because I, I did feel like I was really starting to find my stride. And, you know, had we carried on for another 2,000 miles, then, you know, I, I think I could have climbed some more places in the fleet. But I think the race management uh, didn't really have any other option but to stop the race because of the way that things evolved. Um, the low pressure system we were in was a nasty one. Uh, I saw 43 knots but I know that the boats behind me were actually in worse conditions than I was. They still were a lot more wind. The sea state was really big. Um, coming back today, or last night, it died down a bit. I uh, was 35 knots for about eight hours yesterday, and, th and that was frisky enough, but you know we were able to sail the boats in a fairly conservative manner, so reef down or with small sails, and, and, uh, and that's a different proposition from racing through those conditions. Still got a long sail home. I'm just level with the top of Scotland at the moment. Um, but me and you know all the other skippers, I think are really kind of just taking it easy. And certainly everyone last night was banking as much sleep as possible. So we were all alarmed up to the hills and kind of just gingerly progressing south. Um, so lots of learnings, lots and lots of learnings. Um, but I'm super happy with my results. It's definitely a step in the right direction. And I'm still on the way up. Pip, we are so glad you're on track with your boat medallion. This is Karen Lyle of Sailsport Talk. Welcome back to Sports Byline USA. That music uh, always hits us at 9.40 on Tuesday mornings, and that's because we do a segment with Karen Lyle from salesportstalk.com. Karen, how are we doing today? I'm doing fine. You hear the Campanile at Yale University right now in the background. I, I hope that's okay. <laughs> well, yes, don't be late for class. Um, we uh, are joined by a guest, Bruce Cooper, from the Ullman Sales Long Beach Race Week, the old USLBRW. Bruce, welcome to the show. What was it like just at being able to hold this event again after the pandemic the last couple of years? Uh, good morning, Karen and Rick. It was awesome. Uh, we've been waiting, and 
of course, the same week that we'd be having this in 2020 and 2021, that week it was beautiful out there and white caffeine, and we couldn't wait to get everyone back, and it delivered. Uh, Ullman Long Beach Race Week was just like the brochure showed this year. It was wonderful. Bruce, you know, you were um, repairing sails and getting all those sailors out there sailing this time, I think, instead of on your boat. Is that correct? Correct. Uh, I usually race the J70 at the event, but this year uh, my partner was racing it, and I did crew on a J109, but at night, uh, any boats that get nips and tucks, rips, pairs, uh, they went shrimping with their spinnakers and pulled up holes in their sail versus shrimp. Uh, we stayed overnight and kept everyone going. So it was uh, some late hours, and everyone got back on the water the next day. It was, it was a success. So what about the dichotomy between highly fought competition and then having drinks at night? It's kind of a, uh, it almost seems like rugby where you have a tea break. Isn't that true? Uh, I do the weather debrief for the fleet on Friday morning before the captain's meeting. I gave them simple orders. Don't rip sails, tear sails, so I can stay and enjoy the parties too. And, uh, it was, it was a balance that I got to say some on Saturday and then come back for four or five hours of repairs that night. But the uh, the sailors really get taken care of, uh, whether their sails are being repaired by us or the yacht clubs do their uh, hospitality for food and drink with them. It's, uh, it's good shoreside support here, and uh, the sailors are taken care of one way or another. Well, last time we talked, it was actually in 2020 when the pandemic had first started and you guys were not preparing sales but making masks. When did you make the transition back to sales and are you still making masks? Uh, good question. No, we Obviously, everyone had trouble getting masks and the sailmaker with sewing machines wanted to do something. So we made masks for about three months solid, uh, made over 8,000 masks, and then you ask a sailmaker to make something that's uh, disposable and we can't do it. So we were bragging that our masks that were made heavier dutier than disposable, they were reusable, washable, were rated to 25 to 30 knots of wind with no blowout. So that was fun that we were able to make that product. And we do uh, sail manufacturing here along with sail repairs. We do about $2 million a year in new sales. And we got back into it later that summer when people where realize they can just use boats for, you know, sailing, uh, day sailing. Not that many regattas, obviously, going that first year, but uh, we got busier and busier as people got out of their homes and sailed to just family or household setups on their boats. So, um, you know, I remember taking the uh, the ferry, so to speak, the catamaran from uh, Long Beach to Catalina, and I couldn't believe how many dolphins uh, that were going alongside the boat. Is that something that's a feature of your race as well, that, like, the dolphins sort of helping you out as co-pilots? It's required, yeah. They're, <laughs> uh, the dolphin union's fired if they don't show up. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was good sea life. Uh, so much outside action. Uh, and that's kind of a neat thing about Long Beach Race Week is there's three circles or venues within the regatta. There's the Alpha, Bravo, and Charlie course. And Alpha and Bravo are both on the outside. And there's plenty of action out there um, with the sea life and other traffic going on and stuff like that, marine traffic. But the, uh, the, the neat thing is some of the boats were able to switch from one circle to the next over the three days. 
so everyone kind of got to see some of the sailing conditions on the three circles and all the other stuff that gets to come with it. It was very so windy first, and uh, windy on two of the days, so it was. If you could see a dolphin uh, when you weren't getting seasick over the side, it was uh, it was a good sign. <laughs> Tell me, you you also been sailing with your family? How how have you been out on the boat recently? Have you had some good sails? Yeah, everything's been going good. Um, I I also raced a J105, which is really nice, uh, easier to bring the family and friends and stuff like that. So we've been doing weeknight racing uh, down here in Newport uh, for the beer cans or Taco Tuesdays. Uh, I've sailed, I think, 18 of the last 23 days. So it's nice to have a little bit of time off uh, this week, a little lighter load. But, the uh, yeah, the, the beauty of Southern California, and our sailors are so spoiled, uh I've met with people back east from Annapolis, Chicago, all that. And in the middle of May, they have opening day for a reason. They get to go sailing. And out here, we get it 52 weeks a year. So we're very, very blessed, very spoiled that way. So a lot of time on the water. It's been good. A couple more questions for Bruce Cooper, Rick Tittle, and Karen Lyle with you here on Sports Byline. When I look at some of the uh, pictures from the events, it looks like everyone's tightly packed in and you're going, you know, winds at 21 knots. It looks like it can be somewhat perilous. So what was that like? Well, that was that was the tale of uh, the boat I was sailing, Fuzzy Logic, a J109. We were having our Pacific Coast Championships. And uh, like I said about the different venues, this boat sails a lot of the time on the inside uh, breakwater where the Charlie course is. And it's like uh, Hollywood ceiling. It's very flat water, no chop, no swell. A Zamboni comes out and cleans the ice, so to speak. Uh, it cleans the water uh, every race. So when we were in the water on Friday, uh, the wind and waves had control of our boat most of the day. We were struggling to find our groove, so to speak. And we got a third and a fourth uh, place, and then we moved into the smooth water Charlie course on Saturday. And we won two of the three races, almost won the third one. So uh, the water was pretty wild, and everyone, and that's the beauty of this, is everyone meets afterwards. Everyone has this amazing story to tell about their upwind, pounding through the waves, or uh, you know, coming downwind with the spinnakers up, all the boats blasting down to the leeward marks, and you know, going. We were going so fast, we didn't know if we were going to get the spinnaker down in time, and. You know, everything was going so fast. So it was high action, and each circle has multiple uh, fleets on it. So at some point, the big boats are catching the slow boats, and uh, everyone gets the buoy at the same time, and it's total chaos. So it was pretty fun. The pictures tell half the story. If it looks windy or wavy in the picture, it's twice as windy, twice as wavy. The last time I sailed on a, a J-105 was actually in Arizona, in um, in one of the dams that they had for some pretty light wind sailing, but it was a fun boat to sail. How much do the sails themselves are, make make a difference as far as um, you know the recommendations you give to the racers on their boats? Oh, good question. And some of the fleets they're required to only carry a select set of sails, uh, like the J seventies, get to measure a set. That's they're handcuffed to that for the weekend. But for the majority of the big boat classes, you'll have an inventory like the uh, golf clubs in a golf bag. And Long Beach, you always bring your heavier, stronger sets, smaller too, uh, counterintuitive, but uh, a smaller sail is faster in wind, 
windy conditions, so it's not blowing you sideways more than forward. But the, uh, uh, the interesting thing is there were some boats from Arizona Yacht Club out here uh, registered. Their captains came out and raced their boats, and uh, they did pretty good, a FAR 30 and a Newport 41. So they battled the winds pretty good, uh, which was obviously very blustery all weekend. But the uh, the sails are, uh, you know, cut for the venue, just as if you use sails for Long Beach sailing, uh, you would take those to San Francisco as well, where it's notoriously, you know, blowing dogs off chains so windy. Uh, Newport, San Diego, some of the other venues are a little lighter, so someone will have a set for something like that as well. But it's, uh, yeah, mixed conditions, so you bring a couple of them on board in case it's lighter or windier than the forecast. And it's a big advantage to have the right sail for sure. You know, I look at some of these J70s, one of them coming all the way from Sydney, Australia, but I'm interested in maybe the best performing one of all, Bruce Gollison's, the name Midlife Crisis. I, I love how that, uh, I mean, it just, I'm already writing the story in my head. Yeah, Bruce has been a competitor and actually ran a uh, side regatta right with Long Beach Race with Golson Race Week. It was named after him for a long time. And he's a champion in J24s and some other classes as well. And he's been at the top of the J70 class for three, four years. And the neat thing for Bruce, you know, just what a solid skipper is. His A crew or his crew he's been sailing mostly three years with, uh, two of America Champagne and Steve Hunt were back east sailing the Etchells, uh, North Americans, I believe. And so he sailed with a, uh, a second team, his backup team, and they obviously proved uh, they got a great skipper. Well, Bruce, it's always a delight talking to you. Um, t- tell me, how how is the cruising part of your sailmaking business? How many cruisers do you have versus racers? Uh, that's over the last few years more. <laughs> the, uh, uh, we do actually have uh, a lot of cruising customers. Catalina's nearby. You know, Baja people go down in the fall for Baja, but the uh, just day sailing, cruising, uh, we probably do uh, 50-50 uh, between racing sales and cruising sales, but the cruising sales are my most competitive customers. Uh, anytime there's another boat out there, they see a speck of white on the horizon, they'll want you to trim the sail a little tighter, fit towards the edge of the boat a little more, and you're saying, well, we're just day sailing. They said, yeah, but i got to catch that boat over there. So um, it's, uh, <laughs> it's very funny going out with them. They are very, very competitive. You know, they'll sell it that, no, no, we're just day sailors. We have fun on our boat, and they're very, very competitive. But uh, that's the nice thing is as we make the sales, if it's a local customer, they can come to the loft, watch the sales get made. Uh, so a lot of the uh, cruising people who have never seen something like that done uh, get to come in and watch their sales get made here at the loft. And it's, it's, it's very rewarding to tie it in because they'll have a dream of what they want their sales to look like, how they want them to work. They come watch it, and then you go deliver them, and they leave the dock, and they go sailing that was the and they say, that's exactly what we wanted. Thank you so much. And they were a part of the process, so it's pretty fun. There he is, Bruce Cooper from the Ullman Sales Long Beach Race Week. Bruce, good to have you on again, and uh, we'll, we'll catch, you up to, uh, catch up with you down the road, man. Good. Thanks, Rick and Karen. Lots of sailing news going, so I hope you guys catch it all. Thank you. All right, Karen, and uh, we'll check you out next week, y'all. Okay, sounds good. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Byline USA.
How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right. Thank you for that. And welcome back to the show. 
Rick Tittle with you. The NFL apparently is going to be pushing very hard for Deshaun Watson to be suspended for the entire season. This is a report from USA Today today. The NFL and the union, they appointed disciplinary officer Sue L. Robinson to conduct a hearing. And following Robinson's hearing, both the NFL and the union have the option to appeal. And Roger Goodell can either rule on the appeal or he can call in an independent ruler on the appeal. (laughs) What? But yes, Watson faced 24 civil lawsuits of sexual misconduct. He's settled 20 of those. He's denied any wrongdoing. Two, two Texas grand juries have said there are no criminal charges that they can go through with. So if Robinson follows the NFL's recommendation and hands down the year-long ban, the union will appeal. But the thing is, with Goodell owning the power to rule on the appeal, what is going on with this ruling right now? Isn't this kind of a kangaroo court? Yeah, we're going to give it to an arbitrator. Yeah, we say a year. No, never mind. Yeah, I don't like it. So it's just so indefinite, and it's just wiggle room all over the place. And what it does is I think the NFL is waiting for more information to come to light. But if he is suspended, the league will determine um, that, of course, he violated the league's code of conduct policy. That was introduced in 2007. And one of the most notable suspensions, of course, is Ezekiel Elliott. He got a six-game suspension, even though the investigator said no suspension. And the Cowboys missed the playoffs a year after going 13-3. and So if Watson is only suspended six games, which seems like the minimum, he would miss road games at Carolina and Atlanta and home games against the Jets, Steelers, Chargers, and Patriots. His first game back would be in Baltimore against the Ravens in Week 7. So during his introductory press conference, the GM of Cleveland, Andrew Barry, fielded a lot of questions involving him. And Barry said the team would have uh, a $1 million salary on Watson this year. And then would go into the five-year guaranteed 230 mil. So they might be paying him a million dollars to do nothing, which I guess is better than paying him $30 million to do nothing. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. July 4th cookouts will cost about 17% more. That's according to the annual survey done by the Farm Bureau. The average cost of a summer cookout for 10 people is just over 69 bucks. This as inflation in food prices is raising concerns of food shortages within the United States. South Dakota Republican Governor Kristi Noem blames U.S. government regulation and international control of farms for the inflation on Fox News. In South Dakota, we grow the world's food. Mm -hmm. It's right there. But because there's so much government intervention, control by 
conglomerates, and even companies that aren't owned in the United States of America, we do have a food crisis on our hands. Much of the food grown in the United States is shipped overseas. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Paid for by government.com. Have you heard? The United States Mint has issued the Morgan Silver Dollar for the first time in 100 years. Not only that, but they are also minted in 99.9% .9 pure silver for the first time ever in history. Coin experts are calling this an amazing opportunity for anyone that knows the enduring popularity of Morgans. But you must hurry. Only 175,000 legal tender silver dollars were issued. These Morgan Silver Dollars are brand new, bright and shiny legal tender coins minted by the iconic Philadelphia Mint. Just call one 800-888-7630 and you're guaranteed a new 99.9% .9 pure silver Morgan dollar. The first time in history this has happened. But with limited quantities you must call now to order. To learn more, call 1-800-888-7630. If you order now you'll receive a free collector bonus a $25 value free with every order. Call 1-800-888-7630 now to secure your new Morgan silver dollars before they are gone. That's 1-800-888-7630. A trial date is set for the WNBA star accused of smuggling drugs into Russia. From the USA Radio News West Coast News Bureau, Lance Pry has a story. Brittany Greiner made a public appearance in a Russian courtroom Monday. Russian officials set a date for her trial for allegedly smuggling drugs through a Moscow airport. The criminal trial was set for Friday, and she was ordered to remain in custody for the duration of the criminal trial. She could face up to 10 years in prison if convicted. China continues to be a big purchaser of Russian oil after Western countries placed sanctions against Russian energy. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan says the United States is monitoring whether China is helping Russia evade sanctions. The number one priority with respect to China when it comes to the war in Ukraine is that China not become militarily supportive of Russia through the provision of equipment. And you're listening to USA Radio News. The buy one get one free special going on now at MyPillow. MyPillow bed sheets, Giza Elegance MyPillows, the roll and go, go anywhere MyPillows, and a six-piece towel sets on special. Go to MyPillow.com slash USA, use promo code USA, or call 1-800-951-8175 and find out all the great deals you can get right now at MyPillow. MyPillow.com slash USA. Pro-abortion advocates continue to protest the Supreme Court's ruling to overturn the 1973 Roe v. Wade case that legalized abortions nationwide. One particular group that has been getting a lot of attention is Jane's Revenge, who has been blamed for graffiti on pro-life organizations. Iowa Republican Senator Chuck Grassley says he brought the group up in a phone call with FBI Director Christopher Wray. I also had a telephone conversation with Ray, and I asked this specific question about Jane's revenge, whether or not they were looking into that the same way that they were other uh, violations. That audio courtesy of Fox News, some drugstore chains are reacting to the Roe versus Wade decision as well by the Supreme Court. CVS and Walmart are limiting customers' ability to stockpile emergency contraceptives after a surge in demand followed the Supreme Court's recent decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. 
A CVS spokesperson confirmed that temporary limits have been put in place and that the company had not run out of Plan B in its stores or warehouses. Planned Parenthood has advised against hoarding emergency contraceptives. In a statement, the organization warned that stockpiling would deprive customers needing them more urgently. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. All right, thank you for that, and welcome back to Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Enunciating my T's here, how about that? Uh, we have uh, very interesting guests coming up. Excited to talk to Steve Cherundolo. I saw him play in the World Cup in Germany. What do you think of that? Not much. I liked it. I like it. <laughs> Present tense. But he is now the head man, the gaffer of LAFC, and they've got some amazing signings, haven't they? Is it all right? Anyway, Giorgio Chiellini coming over from Juventus. La vecchia signore di Serie A. Calcio, calcio, calcio. Prego, prego, prego. Alluri. Imbacile, tesseregazzo. Vanvanculo. All these things they say could get me thrown off the air if I was in Palermo, Siciliana. <laughs> Sorry. And also Gareth Bale. The Welshman, originally of Southampton, and then Tottenham Hotspur, and then he went to Real Madrid, and then he went back to Tottenham Hotspur, and then he went back to Real Madrid. Well, now he's going to Los Angeles, and we'll talk to the head man at LAFC. This is the team that's owned by Will Farrell and Rick Welts and Bob Myers and Nomar Garcia Parra and his wife Mia Hamm. And also Magic Johnson and also, did I say Rick Welts? I think I did. Did I say Will Ferrell? Anyway, celebrity ownership. We'll also have, uh, actually, Steve Trendle is coming up at 1025. I lied. Coming up next is writer-director Joe Hall. I know. It's a very exotic name. I think he was um, in Tiger King. An hour from now, we'll check in with Mick Yardley. Sounds good, Rick. 
I always love checking in with Mick and uh, Patrick Moser. His book called Surf and Rescue. Get it? Instead of search. Bueller. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. Also, apropos applications include, I don't know, how about American Forces Radio Network? How about it? Great to be on. Love the troops. Doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. We're proud of you. And come on back. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. 800-709-4409. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe 25000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is the perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-209-6124. 800-209-6124. That's 800-209-6124. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey. 
Check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, check me out, Rick Tittle, with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show filmmaker Joe Hall, and he has written and directed a brand-new feature film entitled The Road to Galena from Vertical Entertainment. It will be releasing on July 8th, and it will be in theaters and video on demand. Joe, welcome to the program, and I always ask this to people who write and direct because you have so much leeway, but on the other hand, you also have all the responsibility. Can that be a double-edged sword for you? Hey, Rick, thanks for having me today. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a, um, you have a lot of uh, leeway in writing the story. Um, you have a lot of responsibility in putting it together and putting it on screen. Um, I think part of what makes an indie film like this uh, so interesting and one where you're, you've written the, the story, you know the characters so well, but you uh, then engage a, an amazing cast and they become the characters. And so there's a lot of uh, insight that you gain from, uh, from the talent and it, it really becomes a, collabor- a collaborative process. That's interesting. So you write a part and then the, the actor, the actress could say, I don't think the character would do that. I think they would do this. And then you kind of, you open the door to that. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, there, we had the benefit before we got started of uh, having some time rehearsal time together. And uh, when you've got a really seasoned cast, um, you know, we do the table read and when you get into the scenes and um you know, my my objective as a director is not to deliver the script, but to deliver the story. And um, and so in in these scenes and talking through the characters and what's going on in the scene with the actors, um, you know, sometimes uh, the uh, the direction of the scene would come out as envisioned, but the content would be marginally different because now we'd have the benefit of their perspective on the character and, and what's happening in the moment. It's interesting. So you mentioned indie. Now there are different variations to indie. What would be like craft services might just be a box of bagels. Like how, how indie was it? (laughs) Um, Well, it was, uh, it was indie in that it was not a studio picture, Um, but we had an amazing crew. You know, we shot during the pandemic. So we had that adventure of um, shooting in the height of the pandemic and uh, the, the, you know, the downside of that is that you have all of the logistical issues of um, being on set and directing fully masked and shielded and so on, and all the testing and all of those issues that go into COVID compliance. Uh, um, but it also was a time where no one was working. And so um, we had the opportunity to pull together an amazing uh, crew, primarily Baltimore-based crew, uh, but an amazing crew of really talented folks who have um, you know, decades of experience in, um, you know, everything from The Wire to uh, House of Cards to Veep and so on. So we, we had uh, uh, we had the benefit of uh, the flexibility to do what we needed to do independently, um, but also the, um, you know, the hurdles that come along that with that as well. Very interesting. Let's talk about the plot because it's all about uh, Cole Baird, the main protagonist who starts off on one path, goes down another, and then kind of sees a fork in the road, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's, it really is a story about, um, one that I, I think is a universal story about finding your place in life. And I think post-COVID, 
uh, in this period of uh, great resignation. You know, um, a lot of a lot of folks are stepping back and, and uh, taking stock of, of where they are and asking, hey, is this where I thought I'd be or where I want to be at this point in my life? And, you know, the the uh, Cole's journey here, um, I think, is one that is um reflective of a lot of folks who live their life with some aspiration that they carry with them and and sometimes perhaps not even spoken aloud. And um, uh, this idea of what if someone said, you know what, here it is, you can do it. Uh, would you actually take the opportunity? Would you have the gumption to really go for it? How much are you, Cole? <laughs> yeah, everyone asks me if this is uh, autobiographical. Uh, <laughs> My, my son, uh, one of my boys asked me early on, um, you know, hey, it sounds like a little bit like you, dad. And I said, it's not, it's not like me. I said, I never wanted to be a farmer. And he said, dad, the story's not about being a farmer. Um, and I said, you're grounded. Um, but uh, it's, it's not, um, no, it's not autobiographical, but I, I do think that uh, there's a little bit of me in it, you know, in any, any, uh, 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 any screenwriter is going to have a little bit of themselves in their story, but um, my hope is that everyone's going to see a little bit of uh, of themselves in there as well. Well, there's also the dichotomy which we really get in America is if you grow up in a small town, if you stay there, somehow you're a loser. But then you go to the big city, and then you realize that the small town was way better than the big city. It's a real fight. Yeah, well, you know. So the, the story is set in Galena, Maryland, and the eastern shore of Maryland is a really uh, it's a it's an amazing place because it's this blend of beautiful agricultural uh, areas and the Chesapeake Bay. So it's a very unique environment and a very unique community there. And um, and the, so the story is set in Galena and and the counterpoint is Washington, D.C. And it was important to me that both of these be characters in themselves in the in the movie and all of the the pressures and the uh the speed and the noise that that accompanies life in washington which would be true in any any big city versus just the opportunity to breathe and to collect yourself and collect your thoughts uh in the expanse of the eastern shore um and for for cole um Galena represents this vision of what he wants in his life he wants uh, a sense of place and a and a community, and um, and he doesn't find that in Washington. And so, while he has all this, you know, the trappings of success for him, uh, success uh, doesn't include trappings. It includes uh, this, you know, sense of uh, community, the sense of place. Last question for you: You know, casting, of course, can be huge as well. What was about Ben Winchell that he was your coal? So uh, Ben and I uh, had a chance to spend some time together before um, we got into production. And I think that Ben, uh, um, Ben really just captured the spirit of what I was going for in Cole. I mean, he's a very uh, relatable guy. Um, he's a wonderful actor and he had real insights into the character. We talked a lot about the story and the character and his insights into the character were um, really compelling for me. So uh, after we had talked to a number of actors for the part, but when I uh, had a chance to spend time with Ben, it was it was clear to me that he was the guy that was going to going to uh, deliver this story the way uh, I envisioned. 
Very interesting movie. Make sure to check it out in theaters and video on demand on July 8th from Vertical Entertainment. It's called The Road to Galena. We've been speaking with the writer and the director of that film, Joe Hall. Joe, congratulations on the project. Thanks for dropping by. Thanks so much, Rick. All right. And, um, uh, you know, it's it's also something that, you know, it, it's very easy when people say, oh, I'm going to make a movie and it's going to be this, it's going to be that. You just think about, like, this guy knows what he's doing. He's directed before, right? And then he gets into, uh, then you have to get distribution for it, as Vertical Entertainment has done. But I think the rise of the indie film, the indie film used to be more kind of a kitschy thing. The indie film now, when you think about all the different platforms and you get it on a streaming service, and next thing you know, you get tons of eyeballs on it, you can put things on YouTube now. Like that. I mean, you think about the comedy specials of huge, huge, uh, you know, sellout headliners like Sam Merrill and Joe Liss and Mark Norman and Shane Gillis. They all put their latest specials for free on YouTube. Now, I know Louis C.K. put his behind a paywall on YouTube, which is another way of making a little bit of cash as well. But I think the key now is is talking to, you know, to Joe Hall about making an indie movie is just to get people to see it. You know, and to me, it's just I'm taking, of course, me being a sports guy with the sports aside, that was the key for English soccer in America. We never saw it. There was no way to see it in the 80s and the 90s. Literally no way to see it unless you went to the stadia over there in England. Once it started getting on Sports Channel America, it was called This Week in English Soccer. I used to air that show, and then it's like, huh, this is actually pretty good. Speaking of soccer, when we come back, Steve Cherundolo of LAFC will talk about Chiellini and Bale. Come on back. taking a calcium supplement it's probably not doing what you think it is that's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements that's where calcium from algae comes in algae cal plus doesn't just stop bone loss it's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies that's right algae cal plus increases bone density even if you're in your 80s that's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin d to stay strong there are actually 13 minerals and three vitamins needed to build healthy new bone and algae cal plus contains all of them and it's proudly made in the usa your calcium doesn't increase bone density algae cal plus does talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how algae cal plus can start increasing your bone density call now 800-437-8217 that's 800-437-8217 Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your 
your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Mavrick has gone forward with Stewart to the right, Lineker and Howes to the left. Is Gascoigne going to have a crack? He is, you know. Oh, I say! Brilliant! That is schoolboy's own stuff. Oh, I bet even he can't believe it. Is there anything left from this man to surprise us? That was one of the finest free kicks that this stadium has ever seen. Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. Welcome back to Sports Byline, USA, coast to coast, border to border, and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure now to be joined by Steve Terundolo. He is the head coach of LAFC, and there is a lot of uh, great excitement going on with that club as they've not only brought in Giorgio Chiellini, but just in the last couple of days hearing that they brought in the Welsh international and former Tottenham and Real Madrid star Gareth Bale as well. Steve, all eyes on you now. It's very exciting. A lot of pressure too, huh? Well, pressure is uh, whatever you make of it. So um, we feel comfortable with these signings and these guys coming in. Uh, both are great uh, people and human beings on top of their uh, extraordinary talents on the field. So um, it's a it's a good fit all around. So you kind of know what you're going to get out of Chiellini. With Bale, though, you can do so many things with him. You can put him as a center forward. You can have him bomb down the wing. You can basically let him do whatever he wants, go from sideline to sideline. Do you do you have an idea what you're going to do with Bale? Yes, these thoughts and discussions have been made uh, prior to the acquisition of, of both of these players. And obviously with Chiellini, as you pointed out, it's pretty straightforward. And, and, and with Gareth... Um, he fits in well with our front line of three because we are quite fluid in those positions. And um, 
we would like our forwards to interchange positions and, and to move into certain spaces. Um, and so it's quite fluid, like I said, and so he will have room uh, for creativity um, to use all of the talent. You know, I think about uh, MLS, and I went to the first ever game at Spartan Stadium in San Jose in '96 in, in after working at the World Cup in '94. And, and you think about the LA Galaxy, and that was kind of the team with Beckham and Robbie Keane. And I know Chivas tried to get a, a hold on LA, but uh, the Galaxy are old hat now. What's it like to have the, the entire MLS looking at your team now? Um, well, for me, it's, uh, it's all new this year. This is my first season, uh, but it's I think it's an attest to the hard work that everybody at LSD has been doing. Um, you're really from A to Z at this club. It's a very professional. Um, I have big ideas and, and the, the resources to implement those ideas. And so, um, it's, like I said, it's an attest to all the hard work that I've been going on here for the past five years. There are only a handful of Americans, as you know, uh, that have been a success overseas. And you, I don't want to say you owned the Bundesliga, but you owned Hanover. You were the mayor of, of Hanover. So when I say Hanover to you now, it's, uh, it's, it's your home, right? Um, yeah, it is, it is another home. Um, I have a few homes. And uh, <laughs> L.A. is one of the newer ones. So it's, um, you know, Hanover is is a city that will always be part of my life. Uh, my children were born there. My wife is from there. So uh, it will always remain a part of my life. But, um, you know, we are very excited about this chapter. I remember at the uh, the Weltpokal Meisterschaft, and I was in Gelsenkirchen, and I got to see the USA versus uh, Czech Republic there at uh, Schalke's Velten's Arena. And um, you were playing for the United States that day, and it didn't go our way. We lost three nothing but but for you it was i mean i don't want to say it was like a home game being in germany but but for you it was uh you know uh did it kind of feel like home um yeah i mean the, the world cup was an amazing experience in 2006 as you pointed out in germany um it, it did feel like uh, a home event for me and but coming home now to southern california also feels very much like home um i grew up in san diego which isn't far from la but um it's. I have a very. I'm in a very privileged place that I can call two places and two beautiful places like Germany and Southern California, my home. It's a couple more questions for Steve Trundolo, the uh, head coach of uh, LF LAFC, the uh, the Gaffer. Your transition now to uh, Major League Soccer, and it's a league that has expanded uh, very fast. And there have been some crit- uh, critics saying that maybe it's gone expanded too fast. But as you look at the league, and there are so many teams. Uh, when you look at the league, you look at your division. Uh, what are some of the challenges that you have as you start to, uh, you know, watch the tape on all your opponents? Well, it's um, it's an interesting league. Um, there's a lot of teams, a lot of opponents. There's, uh, you know, many ways um, to get from A to Z, and so I think you see that in this league, which makes it interesting. Um, on top of that, due to our rules and our regulations, um, um, you know, parity trumps everything. So. Um, the difference between the team in first place and the team in last place on the field and on the rosters isn't very much. Um, and so most of these games are pretty tight, uh, which makes it very competitive, and uh, coaches and players uh, have to be uh, on top of the game week in and week out. And it's, um, uh, it makes it all the more fun. By the way, I'm a former West Coast Conference athlete from St. Mary's, and I know you were uh, a Portland a pilot. What did you think coming down to Moraga back in the day? <laughs> 
Uh, I loved every minute I spent in the WCC and that and that UP. Uh, it was uh, unfortunately a short stint of my life, but uh, an amazing one and one where I actually learned a lot and set me up uh, for success later in life. Very good. Now, the United States men's national team, of course, which you uh, got many caps and played many minutes in, in important internationals. Obviously, we missed out on the World Cup cycle in Russia, which was a complete disaster. You know, to, to, uh, to me, it has to be an automatic confirm, uh, qualification from CONCACAF. But now moving forward, so many good young players, and I talked about the Bundesliga guys like Gio Reyna and others, um, brighter times ahead for us now with the U.S. men's national team, Steve? Uh, absolutely. I think Greg and Ernie um, have done a great job of building this roster um, with enough youth to carry us through the next World Cup that's in, in North America. So I think uh, for roster building purposes, um, you know, I give, uh, I think if they've done fantastic and the group has seemed to come together as a group, which um, I know is extremely important uh, in these competitions and in these, in these tournaments. Um, and I think we'll have a very strong group this World Cup, but moving towards the next one, even stronger one. Yeah, you mentioned a couple of your uh, former teammates there, and I know that you were part of our national setup. I know you actually helped with the German national team as well with their with their youth. Is uh, you know for you, all eyes now just focused on your task at hand and winning a championship. And you know, LAFC was on the map with some of their big name owners, but uh, now it's time to put the product between the lines, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, all of the work that goes into an organization uh, off the field and, and marketing and, and um, it, it's incredible. Um, and it's top-notch here in L.A. But at the end of the day, we're all doing this to win something. So that is the idea. And um, for us um, coaches and, and, uh, and players, um, it's all about the next game. And we will, we will think week to week until we're able to do something uh, we can talk about for a few years. All right, um, just a couple more questions. Your favorite goal, and I, of course at your position, you're not going to score a lot of goals, but your favorite goal you ever scored, Bundesliga or USA? Um, good question. Uh, I would say I would say my first ever Bundesliga goal, which was uh, at Borussia uh, Mönchengladbach, and it was uh, kind of a counterattack. Um, scoring your first goal in the Bundesliga was something special to me and uh, that's the one that would stick out um, and then there was one other more of an anomaly than anything else but a goal against uh, for the U.S. team against Germany in Germany in Dortmund um, it was more of a pass than it was a shot but nonetheless <laughs> my name was on the scoreboard by the way do you think Paul Caligiuri's shot heard around the world uh, was an actual shot yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, let's just keep it at that. <laughs> and then last question for you, uh, not to bring up bad stuff, but what was your most crushing defeat you ever had? Um, you know what? If I think about the ones that still hurt the most, um, losing losing a derby uh, against uh, Braunschweig, um, which was Hanover's big rival in Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was that was bad. And then, you, we already talked about it. You know, the World Cup performance 2006, some of those results were tough, uh, especially against Czech Republic uh, or, um, or Ghana in the, in the uh, 2010 World Cup. Yeah. I think that was a game. I think it was a game uh, we definitely could have and probably should have won. 
Yeah, I know. Great goal by Clinton that game. All right, we've been speaking with Steve Trundolo. He is the man in charge of LAFC and uh, a lot of great players coming over from Europe and Chiellini and Bale, and they already had a pretty good roster. So all eyes, as I mentioned, on Los Angeles. Steve, best of luck, and we'll see you when you come up here to San Jose to take on the Earthquakes. Sounds great. Looking forward to it. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and come on back on SportsBot. Want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top-rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-298-9093. That's 800-298-9093. Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access, no cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text Franchise 123 to 63566. Text Franchise 123 to 63566. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. <laughs> we all have our idiosyncrasies.
I wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. Oh, man, what is up with that? You're hurting my feelings. You're hurting my feelings again? No. Hey, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. 1-800-878-PLAY. We got open lines. 1-800-878-7529. You know, yesterday I got an email from Jeremy asking me who the best backup quarterback was, and I basically said, Jimmy Garoppolo, and then I said, who cares? Because if your backup quarterback comes in, your season's over. But I thought about it, and then I thought I should give probably a better answer to that. And you look around, and you know I started looking at the young guys, who are going to be backups. Like, there'll be some rookies. Like, it looks like Matt Corral, who was my favorite quarterback in the draft, he's going to back up the guy who combs his hair straight down (laughs) from USC in Carolina, Sam Darnold. Desmond Ritter, coming from Cincinnati, is going to be the backup in Atlanta. Remember, Matt Ryan is now a member of the Colts. Um, Malik Willis. You know, a lot of people thought best quarterback in the whole draft. Third-round pick like Corral. He'll back up Tannehill. Kenny Pickett will back up uh probably in Pittsburgh to start, and then it will be his era after Roethlisberger. And then you think about a couple of young guys like Tyler Huntley. Remember how he filled in for Lamar Jackson last year? I mean, the guy's just an athlete. And Jordan Love, too. I guess I got to keep him on the youngster list. He's 23 and uh, backing up Aaron Rodgers yet again. But when you get to the veterans, yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo is the best backup quarterback in football. Now, yesterday on this podcast, Julian Edelman was a guest, and there was a uh, a quote and uh, from a former teammate that called him a B-word, and then Edelman basically said, yeah, I remember one time, he was supposed to start, and you know he didn't let us know till Sunday. His agent told him to sit out, so I can see why somebody says that he's kind of a b-word. And so you can't win with a guy like that. Well, they almost won a Super Bowl with a guy like that. You know, he's a prototypical pocket passer. He can make all the throws. He just got to stay healthy. And people say, ah, his arm sucks. It doesn't suck. But if you look at the other vets who back up. Do you know where Tyrod Taylor is now? New York Giants backing up uh, Big Dan. Andy Dalton is the backup in New Orleans. That's right. I mean, this guy started 148 games. He can take a snap. Although he hasn't had a winning record in seven years. Jacoby Brissett, actually the guy who filled in for Garoppolo in New England. But 
he somehow managed to be, you know, a guy who's some people think he's a conservative player, some people think he's a wild player, but still he showed with the Colts that he can hold down the fort. Case Keenum, you know, he's a gunslinger and he got a lot of money with Minnesota and then Denver tried him after leaving the Rams. But, you know, he could have been uh, the guy in Cleveland, but he decided to be the backup in, this is before Deshaun Watson, but he's going to be the backup in Buffalo. Taylor Heineke, really good backup. If you think about backing up Carson Wentz. But Taylor Heineke, what he did against Tampa in that Super Bowl year there is in the first round. I mean, he almost beat him in the wild card game. Um, a guy who's been on this show, <clears throat> Mr. Mustache Gardner Minshew. He's, uh, of course, uh, was a Jags guy. This is a guy who's thrown 42 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. I remember he was at the very last game at the Oakland Coliseum. That's the only game I went on the field after the game. I remember I walked by the little prayer circle that he had, and I remember he ran over. He's a little guy. I'll give him credit. I just think it's hilarious. I forgot what college he was at, but he graduated, and then Mike Leach said, come to Washington State and lead the Pac-12 in passing. He said, okay, and he did. Why not? He did it. But this guy is the prototypical number two guy. Just a lot of swagger, ready to step in. Nick Foles, I have to, I mean, he's the backup now to Matt Ryan in Indianapolis. And, you know, Foles, Super Bowl MVP, big arm. And he costs some money, too. If you don't want to spend money on your backup quarterback, you're not going to get Nick Foles. But you talk about a guy who's calm and collected. I saw Nick Foles at the Oakland Coliseum speaking of that when he was with the Eagles. I think he threw like six touchdown passes, and they finally called off the dogs. That was a game where I just left a crowded press box, and I just wandered the concourse just out of perverted curiosity to see if the Raiders would give up 59 touchdown passes in one game. And then a couple of other big names, Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, you think about Minnesota and Denver, he's now Tua's backup in Miami. And then, yes, third string, best third string, maybe starter now, Baker Mayfield. I mean, if you think about it, he's 26 years old. He's not done. I think he's going to be the Browns' starting quarterback. And then... There are just a bunch of guys. I mean, I really like Sean Mannion at Oregon State. He was a former Foothill High quarterback, which also Brandon Crawford was in Pleasanton, California. Colt McCoy is still hanging around, backing up Kyler Murray. I mean, with the Seahawks, I guess Drew Locke is the starter, which makes Geno Smith the backup. Chad Henney with the Chiefs. I mean, big guy out of Michigan. I think he's 40 years old. Chase Daniel, speaking of gunslingers, backing up um, for the Chargers. C.J. Beathard, still around. 
backing up at the Jags. Brandon Allen. <clears throat> He's still playing. Backing up Joe Burrow. Uh, with the Broncos, Josh Johnson or Brett Rippon. We'll see when it was Brett Rippon, of course, the nephew of Mark Rippon, another guest on the show. Kyle Allen with the Texans. <clears throat> He's had to take some snaps before. Blaine Gabbert, TV20. He's the backup in Tampa Bay. Trevor Simeon, a guy who has had many starts in this league, especially with Denver. He backs up in Chicago now. Brian Hoyer is still hanging around, backing up in New England. I mean, I'm looking at this depth chart. Joe Flacco is still listed as the Jets' backup quarterback. All right. Um, Jarrett Stidham with the Raiders. McDaniel likes him, the kid out of uh, Auburn. Um, The Cowboys, Cooper Rush. You mean Cooper Cup? No, Cooper Rush. Um, And then some names. The listed backup for the – Dominic, you tell me if you've heard of these two guys. The backup for the Rams, John Wolford. You heard of him? Okay. And the Lions, David Blau. Okay. He's heard of both of those guys. Maybe he should be hosting. David Blau is out of Purdue, and um, he's been around for a while because he's 26 years old. I.I. Captain Blau, and then uh, John Wolford is um, <clears throat> sorry, John. Yeah, John Wolford. <laughs> Rick, just say Wolford. Why do you got to keep saying Wolford? <laughs> I can't. I can't help it. I actually went to Woburn Safari Park when I was in England, and you could drive around, and if you felt like it, you could drive over some deer. I would never do that. <clears throat> anyway, John Wolford is out of uh, Wake Forest, another guy who's 26 years old. I just I have no recollection of John Wolford doing anything. But these are backups. I mean, when you think about as much as people say, let's see what you know McDaniel's can do with Carr. Carr's already been to multiple Pro Bowls. To me, the number one story about let's see what somebody can do with somebody is Doug Peterson with Trevor Lawrence. And remember, Peterson did not coach last year, and Urban Meyer did not last the full season in Jacksonville. And Lawrence never explicitly spoke out about his rookie season. He just said there was a lot of drama around the team. Lawrence said, I think last year really taught me how to stay the same every day, to be consistent, just my attitude, my work ethic, no matter how things are going. I know what it's like to struggle as a rookie. Now in my second year, I have a good feel for the schedule and can really feel like I'm prepared yeah. And talk about, you know, we got the we got the right guy finally. And this as much as Shad Khan's like how could you have hired a guy like Urban Meyer? Why not? It's like, oh, it never translates. It, it, it sometimes it translates. What did Urban Meyer do? He won national championship at Florida, he won national championship at Ohio State. Why wouldn't you have a guy like that? 
you just you just have to realize that he's a complete megalomaniac is what you have to understand <laughs> judge jury and executioner all right i'm rick Tittle. we'll take a quick break we'll come on back on sports byline <clears throat> is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket the call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800 811 7913. 800 811 7913. 800 811 7913. That's 800 811 7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Wait! She must have meant 10 o'clock at night. Do you think? Why would she have you meet her in a bar at 10 in the morning? I just figured she was a raging alcoholic. (laughs) 
wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. As I told you before, I love baseball fights. Now the punishment has been meted out. And um, Phil Nevin suspended 10 games for the intentional throwing of pitcher Andrew Wants while issues where warnings were in place. Anthony Rendon suspended for five games, but he's already injured. And he's expected to miss the rest of the season, so he will miss the first five games of next year. He's not allowed to be on the bench for the next seven games. Andrew excuse me, Wants, burp, suspended for three. Angels pitching coach Dom Chidi, five games. Ryan Tepper, three games. Russell Iglesias, two games. What, for the Sunflower Seeds? Uh, bench coach Ray Montgomery, two games. Interpreter Manny Del Campo, two games. Wow, I've never seen an interpreter get suspended. And catching coach, one game. That's the Angels. The Mariners, Jesse Winker, seven games. They said it was his fault for inciting the fighting. I don't think so. J.P. Crawford, who threw punches, five games. And Julio Rodriguez, two games. So that's a lot. When uh, you know, that's why I, somebody said, uh, "What did what did uh, they say to you, Winker?" And he said, "It doesn't really matter what was said." Yeah, and we know that they had played each other eight games in eleven days at that point, and they were getting on each other's nerves uh, for sure. But uh, for the, the Angels, interpreter Manny Del Campo, what happened? Somebody would get punched, and then he would give the action. In Spanish, I don't know. Boxeo esta noche. I guess he pushed somebody. I don't know. It's always weird when someone's like, yeah, I'm on the team. I'll fight. And it's like, no, no, you don't fight. Just translate, you know. Or the hitting coach. Why don't you just just teach people how to hit and stop hitting people. We got another hour. Come on back. USA Radio News with Tim Berg. July 4th cookouts will cost about 17% more. That's according to the annual survey done by the Farm Bureau. The average cost of a summer cookout for 10 people is just over 69 bucks. This as inflation in food prices is raising concerns of food shortages within the United States. South Dakota Republican Governor Kristi Noem blames U.S. government regulation and international control of farms for the inflation on Fox News. In South Dakota, we grow the f- world's food. Mm-hmm. It's right there. But because there's so much government intervention, control by conglomerates, and even companies that aren't owned in the United States of America, we do have a food crisis on our hands. Much of the food grown in the United States is shipped overseas. And you're listening to USA Radio News.
Paid for by GovMint.com. Have you heard? The United States Mint has issued the Morgan Silver Dollar for the first time in 100 years. Not only that, but they are also minted in 99.9% pure silver for the first time ever in history. Coin experts are calling this an amazing opportunity for anyone that knows the enduring popularity of Morgans. But you must hurry. Only 175,000 legal tender silver dollars were issued. These Morgan Silver Dollars are brand new, bright and shiny legal tender coins minted by the iconic Philadelphia Mint. Just call one 1- 800-888-7630 and you are guaranteed a new 99.9% pure silver Morgan dollar. The first time in history this has happened. But with limited quantities you must call now to order. To learn more, call 1-800-888-7630. If you order now you will receive a free collector bonus a $25 value free with every order. Call 1-800-888-7630 now to secure your new Morgan silver dollars before they are gone. That's 1-800-888-7630. A trial date is set for the WNBA star accused of smuggling drugs into Russia. From the USA Radio News West Coast News Bureau, Lance Pry has a story. Brittany Greiner made a public appearance in a Russian courtroom Monday. Russian officials set a date for her trial for allegedly smuggling drugs through a Moscow airport. The criminal trial was set for Friday, and she was ordered to remain in custody for the duration of the criminal trial. She could face up to 10 years in prison if convicted. China continues to be a big purchaser of Russian oil after Western countries placed sanctions against Russian energy. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan says the United States is monitoring whether China is helping Russia evade sanctions. The number one priority with respect to China when it comes to the war in Ukraine is that China not become militarily supportive of Russia through the provision of equipment. And you're listening to USA Radio News. The buy one get one free special going on now at my pillow. My pillow bed sheets, Giza Elegance My Pillows, the Roll and Go, Go Anywhere My Pillows, and a six-piece towel sets on special. Go to mypillow.com slash USA, use promo code USA, or call 1-800-951-8175 and find out all the great deals you can get right now at MyPillow, mypillow.com slash USA. Pro-abortion advocates continue to protest the Supreme Court's ruling to overturn the 1973 Roe v. Wade case that legalized abortions nationwide. One particular group that has been getting a lot of attention is Jane's Revenge, who has been blamed for graffiti on pro-life organizations. Iowa Republican Senator Chuck Grassley says he brought the group up in a phone call with FBI Director Christopher Wray. I also had a telephone conversation with Ray, and I asked this specific question about Jane's revenge, whether or not they were looking into that the same way that they were other uh, violations. That audio courtesy of Fox News, some drugstore chains are reacting to the Roe versus Wade decision as well by the Supreme Court. CVS and Walmart are limiting customers' ability to stockpile emergency contraceptives after a surge in demand followed the Supreme Court's recent decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. A CVS spokesperson confirmed that temporary limits have been put in place and that the company had not run out of Plan B in its stores or warehouses. Planned Parenthood has advised against hoarding emergency contraceptives. In a statement, the organization warned that stockpiling would deprive customers needing them more urgently. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. 
Are you tired of paying hundreds of dollars or more every month for your family's health benefits? Would you pay as little as $10 a week to save more money on your health care visits? You'll save on dental care, chiropractic visits, telehealth visits, vision care, medical lab work, and much, much more. All of this for one low fee of around $40 a month for your entire family. AmeriPlan has been providing Americans with fantastic discount health plans for 30 years. Have access to a quarter of a million high-quality health providers. Even if you have health insurance, you need to have an AmeriPlan discount health plan. And again, for less than $40 a month, your entire family is covered. Best thing you can do is make a free call right now and learn about how our platinum plan can help you with your health care needs for as low as 40 bucks a month. 800-723-2391. 800-723-2391. 800-723-2391. That's 800-723-2391. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you so much, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. Hour three underway. Open lines coming up about halfway through. 1-800-878-PLAY. We're going to speak with Mick Yardley. We'll talk a little baseball with him coming up next. Patrick Moser at 1140 has written a new surfing book. Just got the odds from betonline.ag of the... NBA championship next year. The Warriors are the favorites. No surprise. The Clippers are second. Hmm. Interesting. Is that because of John Wall? They do have some uh, pretty good players over there, obviously. The Celtics are tied with the Bucks for third favorites. Then the Nets... Then rounding out the top 10, the Suns, the Lakers, the Nuggets, the Heat, and then the Mavs and Grizzlies are tied. So Philly's not in the top 10, nor is uh, Utah. New Orleans at 40-1. to 1. That's higher than I thought. If you want to know who the rock bottom teams are, two teams are 1,000-1 to 1 to win it all. And that's a big drop-off from the teams ahead of them because the Pistons, Pacers, Magic, and Kings are all 500-1. to The two teams that are 1,000-1, to Houston, which I get. The other one, Oklahoma City. So Vegas regards them as dirty, dirty bottom of the barrel. If you're a Knicks fan, of course, the Knicks did nothing in the draft except get more picks for the future. It's not a bad thing. It's just not an exciting thing for this season at all. And they got rid of Kemba and his money. Let's see what they do on Thursday. Maybe they'll set the world on fire and get all the great players and trades and all sorts of uh, free agent signings. But the Knicks are 175 to 1, if you're into them odds. Them odds. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY, as I mentioned. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app, CRN Digital Plus 2, Cable Radio Network, Channel 2, and American Forces Radio Network. Come on back. 
Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free pricing. Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it Cashback Match. Now to recap and say cashback one more time. We match all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. I wanted to know why some people who get COVID-19 get it so bad. I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, and asthma. Even if symptoms feel mild, these factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, there are things you can do, like asking your healthcare provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at treatcovid19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. Right now, sports betting is the fastest growing industry in the world. To consistently cash tickets at the sports books, it's best to be armed with the right plays from the best sports bettors in the business. That's what you'll get at AgainstTheNumber.com. At AgainstTheNumber.com, you'll get specialists with decades of experience betting multiple sports at a high level and many sports-specific packages from the NFL to college basketball to cricket to soccer to the European tour that gives you a consistent edge on the sports book. For a highly skilled, reasonably priced team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the books at their own game. Visit AgainstTheNumber.com. That's AgainstTheNumber.com. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. Eleven twelve in California. That can only mean one thing. Free Bulgarian dance lessons. Also, we visit with one of the great prognosticators over at AgainstTheNever.com. And they are... <clears throat> Ready? 
A highly skilled team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the sports books at their own game. They cover every sport worldwide, from the NFL to college basketball to soccer to cricket to tennis to European hockey, and all of them are proven winners. They offer full season, end of current season, one month, one week, one day, and one year specialist-specific packages. Their prices are reasonable. Their tracking and distribution process is simple, and their results are real. Joining us once again is Mick Yardley, and he's talking a little NBA. As I was uh, mentioning, the league year gets underway on Thursday. There'll be a lot of free agent signings, and we'll see if there are any sign-and-trades. Mick, welcome back to the show, I guess. Hey, how you doing, Rick? Not too bad. You know, Kyrie was going to have to leave about $30 million on the table if he wanted to be uh, a Laker flat out, so he's going to take his player option, but now that he's on an expiring contract, he actually it's easier for him to be traded. I just don't know who's interested. What do you think happens with Kyrie? Does he play the whole year with Brooklyn? Man, you know what? I really hope so because I, I, I remember even one point last year I was uh, on your show and I was just hoping that them three could play together, Durant, Simmons, and... Uh, Kyrie, but unfortunately, we never got to see it. So, I don't know. I really think that trio could work down there. So, I really hope he stays the whole year. But you're right. It's easier for him to get traded now. So, could see like a midseason deal with him, you know, if the Nets don't produce early in the year. But I think if the Nets, you know, get it going early, then they'll keep him and route it out for the season. Do you, speaking of Simmons, do you see him being a factor whatsoever next year? Oh, uh, I do. I think with that team, he could really shine, you know, because, you know, he's he's more of a distributor. So, you know, pretty much throw, you know, drive the rim, you know, like he does, kick it out to a guy like Kevin Durant. I, I could see him racking up a lot of assists you know, if he plays. Yeah. The uh, Warriors uh, are keeping the whole band together outside of maybe – not Kevon Looney. They don't really have another big man. He was a rebounding machine against Memphis and in the finals as well. Now there's rumors that he might be leaving because he can make some more money. Do you think that uh, Kevon Looney remains in Golden State or goes to somewhere else? Uh, I mean, it's at some point you would have to think that you know someone on that squad's going to have to go. I mean. That's almost like a dream team right there, but you know he really he really stepped it up in the playoffs. I got to give it to Looney. So his stock's pretty high right now. I mean, I would like to see him stay because I mean I got to say you know if Golden State can keep this whole team together, I think you know they're right there to repeat again. So I don't know. I guess we'll see how it plays out. I mean, they did draft you know I guess somewhat a couple somewhat of a big man in the draft, but. You know, you know Kevin Looney, but you know we'll see what happens. I hope he stays with the team, though. He really stepped it up in the playoffs. Now, when it comes to the draft, and I'm no Mel Kiper, but I very much <laughs> was uh, a guy who thought that Paolo Bancaro should be number one overall. He he stepped it up in March Madness. He's six ten. He's still growing, and and so I don't think it was a big shocker that the Magic took him, but. What do you think about Chet Holmgren? Do you think he's going to be Dirk Nowitzki, or do you think he's going to be Chuck Nevitt or Sean Bradley? <laughs> well, I would say he's probably got a better chance of being more like a Dirk Nowitzki. I'm pretty high on Chet. I just think, you know, 
he's going to need a couple of years to like fill out. Cause you know, the guy's literally a twig, but you know, if he put, once he gets his man weight, I think he's, uh, he's going to be pretty good in the league. I mean, he's got handles. It's pretty rare to see a guy that tall who can dribble and shoot like he can. When you think about, you know, I'm getting back to my warriors now, but you know, Patrick Baldwin, he could have gone to Duke or North Carolina. He wanted to play with his dad, so he went to tiny Milwaukee, Wisconsin, or Wisconsin-Milwaukee, I should say, mm-hmm. and um, didn't impress, was hurt, but 19 years old, 6'10", a really pretty shot. And for the Warriors, this is a guy that they can just put on ice, and if he's what he's supposed to be, they got a top-10 guy at, at 28. And if he's nothing, the Warriors don't really – you swing and miss at 28. It's kind of a who cares thing. So why not take mm-hmm. a big swing? Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, it's a pretty good pick, actually. Uh, 6'10", 230, so, you, you know, and he was a freshman. So, I mean, he's still really young. So, yeah, I mean, he's a guy, you know, who could who fit right into that system. You know, the Warriors, you know, don't really like to – I mean, with the exception of Looney, I think he's the only, like, pure five they really had on the team. But, you know, a guy like Baldwin can step in. You know, I'm sure they'll coach him up defensively. You know, once Draymond gets his hands on him, you know, he'll be in there poking balls like a Draymond. But, yeah, I mean, at 28, if he if he ends up working out, that's a real big steal right there. So I think that was a good pick for the Warriors. You know, I always say – when it comes to basketball, don't draft for need, just get the best baller. But that's what the Kings did by taking Keegan Murray. They figured they already had their backcourt. And nothing against Keegan Murray. He's a fantastic player in Iowa. But a lot of people thinks that, think that Jaden Ivey could be a shorter version of John Morant. And the Kings really whiffed on letting Ivey go to Detroit at five. What are your thoughts? Hey, uh, being a Pistons fan, I love it. Uh, I think that was a real good pick for the Pistons. Jaden Ivey matching him up with Cunningham in that backcourt. So, yeah, I would say the Kings uh, messed up. I mean, yeah, the Kings do have some guards already. So, they, so yeah, they went more with the need. I mean, hey, Keegan Murray, he's a good player, too. I think he'll come in and make an immediate impact with the Kings. But I really love what the Pistons did. Um the Pistons, they're they're building something down there and up there in Detroit. So I, I know I'm just a homer. So, but we'll see. You know, I always have these predictions for Detroit teams, and they seem to always whiff. But you know, I don't know. I you know, I think the Pistons, they're you know, they got a couple years, maybe another year or two of the rebuild before it's complete. But you know, I think they'll make some noise this year. Well, if you think about it, yeah, Ivy is going to start at the two. You got Cade Cunningham, number one overall pick at the point. Sadiq Bay at the three. The trade for Jeremy Grant. Um, yeah, I, I, you know what do you what do you think about that for Detroit? Uh, well, I, I'll tell you that there's another first round pick the Pistons got at thirteen via the trade uh, with the Knicks. Um, they got Jalen Duran from Memphis, six eleven, two fifty center. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, that guy's a freshman, so he's gonna that dude's gonna come right in and make an immediate impact in the NBA, rim protecting. So I, I think the Pistons really did great job in the draft this year, and I expect them to be around five hundred this year. 
Good stuff. As always, look for the prognostication and the breakdowns from Mick and all his friends over at AgainstTheNumber.com. Mick, good stuff. Thanks for coming on, man. Hey, thank you, Rick. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back, y'all. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. I joined the Army because my father and my brother were in the Army. I thought I'd better join before I got drafted. 
Son, uh, there ain't no draft no more. There was one? goes commando all right thanks for that welcome back to the program rick tittle with you coast to coast coming up we have author patrick moser who is a surf writer silver surfer no surf writer um so think about this you know if you want any news on our stadium situation in oakland just look to new york Because according to the New York Post, MLB is going to waive its relocation fee for the A's to go to Vegas. That's how bad they want the A's in Vegas. Now, what is undoubtedly a coincidence and certainly not an attempt to gain additional leverage, that rumor has surfaced just a couple days before the San Francisco Bay Conservation and Development Commission is scheduled to vote on Thursday on removing a port priority use designation on the Howard Terminal site. Just what other stupid commission are we going to have? Rick, are you calling the Bay Conservation and Development Commission stupid? Yeah, I am. The relocation fee is a standard piece of sports business. You might remember in the NFL that when the Rams moved from St. Louis to L.A. and the Chargers did the same, they both had to pay $600 million. The Raiders, by moving to Las Vegas, had to pay $400 million. Why less? I guess because it's a smaller market. Now, the NBA has not had a team move in more than a decade, but the last one that did paid $30 million to the troll in a toll. (laughs) So MLB has also had, I mean, remarkable consistency with franchise locations. The only team to move uh, or relocate to another state in other words, not just building a building, uh, you know, like <clears throat> you think Cobb County leaving Fulton County and other teams who are in their own area. But the only team to leave another state was a team that left its country, the Expos. You know, they're the only ones since 1971, and that was the Senator and the Rangers. The, the threat of relocation has served um, as, you could say, grease for the wheels for these publicly financed stadiums. But one of the tried and true methods used to land stadia is just threatening to move elsewhere. You know, this is what the Rays and the A's have been saying. And it began the process for now the Diamondbacks and the Angels have been saying it and the Orioles have been saying it, even though the other Angelos brother, what's going on in right now is Peter Angelos, who's in his 90s and is not able to do anything, as you might imagine, 
they he has two sons and one son said hey how come my brother is doing everything? This is supposed to be 50-50. And the other guy says, yeah, but you're a jackass. I have to do everything. It's just, it's just, it's a sad family fight. It really is. So, you know, as I was saying, it's just leverage. You know, and to the untrained eye, you might think this is a nonsensical waste but the NFL did something similar with Los Angeles when they had a, you know, the just think the head place on the planet when it comes to TV and movies went over 20 years without professional football. And, you know, any team that wanted to renegotiate a stadium deal or wanted a new facility built, all they had to do in the last 20 years was just say Los Angeles. <clears throat> And every time, no matter who the mayor was, would say, we'd love to have ya. So when the New York uh, Post put this out, the Las Vegas Review Journal confirmed the story and then elaborated on the upcoming vote on the Howard Terminal. Because think about this. You know, I always say people, I had a friend who blamed the president, no matter who it was, damn it, Reagan, damn it, Clinton, Damn it, Bush. Damn it, Obama. I was like, it's usually the local guy or gal that's going to screw you up. The retired steam fitter, the retired vice principal at a junior high. There are 27 commissioners in this dumb committee that's going to vote for the A's, and they need 18 of them to remove the port use designation. And local agriculture people have pushed against it. So if this doesn't happen Thursday, the project will be officially dead. And all the people are going, yeah, you know, the A's are staying. They're going to stay. They're not going to stay. All right. It's, it's sad. But it's unfathomable. why they wouldn't charge them a relocation fee. I mean, have we ever seen such a red carpet ever for a relocating team? They just want them in Vegas so bad. That means that owners are going to be giving up millions of dollars in relocation fees. That was like for some people, you know, they were talking about how, you know, with the pandemic, and everybody losing money, that MLB might relocate two teams like Tampa Bay and Oakland and then charge them each, you know, 200 mil and then take that 400 mil and trickle it down to the other 28 teams. And then that would help them with a the pandemic. And <laughs> it's pretty ludicrous. <clears throat> and now they're saying move for free. But here's the thing, even if 18 at least of the 27 commissioners say, yes, we'll remove the port designation, that doesn't mean jack squat. All it means is it's not officially dead. That's all it means. It's like writing your favorite actress a love letter. Did she write back, I hate you? 
No. Well, then, Lloyd Christmas, you're telling me is a chance. That that's what that's what it would be. It would be like writing Kate Upton a love letter saying, "I know you're with Justin Verlander, but he's uh, he's lame. He's ugly. You want me?" You know, she didn't say no. She didn't say no. That could be one of those things, and that's basically what the A's is: is that they'll have this thing. They'll say, like, "Yeah, you can remove the designation." They'll have in the next six, seven, eight years more votes. Another vote here, another vote there. Save the whales. Burn down the libraries. Hire the cops. Dot org. Fund the fire department. Dot edu. There'll be all sorts of things like that. And then they'll say, yeah, we're still waiting. We're still waiting. If you haven't noticed, the A's have burned their team to the ground. They're playing people like Stephen Vogt and Jed Lowry and a bunch of people you never heard of. And these aren't even hot prospects. Somebody asked me the other day, I mentioned this. Well, who's the good young player on the team? Nobody. Who's the exciting guy? Nobody. There was always at least one guy, even when the A's stunk to high heaven, there was always one guy that you'd get out of line and you'd watch his A-B. I'll never forget being in the press elevator at the Coliseum with Reggie Jackson, and the elevator goes so slow, and he said out loud, hurry up, I want to see Canseco's at bat. He said that out loud. You know who else wanted to see it? Everybody. And McGuire. I mean, it was an embarrassment of riches. You'd say, oh, it's only Carney Lansford. Oh, the batting champion from Boston they got? I mean, it's just there was always somebody. Hindu, Steinbach. I'd watch all those ABs. And then, like, Walt Weiss. Well, maybe he'll run to first and do his ankle. <laughs> They've burned the team to the ground so they could have this, everyone around the country. You know, I talked to a guy from ATN, this bonehead, said, oh, all the crime at the Coliseum. Uh, have you been there? No, that's what I heard. Yeah, you're a bonehead. I love ATN, but that guy, to make that statement, when you've never been, yeah, it's just nothing but crime. Nothing but crime at the Coliseum? No. No. But anyway, it's just with my 1% hope that maybe they could stay, because until it's dead, it's alive, right? But so my 1% hope is probably down to like 0.1% with this waiving of the relocation fee. I mean, it's absurd. I guess what Rob Manfred would tell the other owners, they go, look, look, look. Once we get the team in Vegas, we get to go to Vegas every year. And you in the American League West, oh my gosh, you have at least two road trips to Vegas. You can tell your wife or your girlfriend, hey, the team's there. I got to go. I'm not going there to gamble. Maybe I'll see a blue man group. Or a Cirque. Hell, I might even go water skiing on Lake Mead, but I'm certainly not there for shenanigans. (laughs) They want them in Vegas because they want shenanigans. I'm telling you, that's what it is. That's 90% of it. No relocation fee. And now we've got 27 commissioners, some schmucks, that have to vote on this thing that's never going to happen. Other than that, everything's just great.
If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the U.S. USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to this show 
author Patrick Moser. He has a new book called Surf and Rescue, George Freeth and the Birth of California Beach Culture. Patrick, welcome to the show. And, you know, I think we just kind of take it for granted that people surf at the beach, but it had to start somehow. And interesting to see going back even further than I thought, 1907. Tell us a little bit more about George Freeth, please. Well, uh, thanks for having me on your show. I appreciate the invitation. And uh, Freeth was an interesting character. He just had a great story that interested me. He arrived in California uh, as a young man. He was 23 years old in 1907 uh, to give surf exhibitions in Venice, California, and ended up um, making California his adopted state for over the next 12 years. And why he stayed and you know, the, the fact that there was chronic drownings out at these resorts that were building up in Los Angeles. All of that uh, turned into an interesting story for me. And the fact that he died young, only 35 years old, in pandemic of 1918. So that was another pull for me. And everything that he accomplished in the history of lifeguarding, just setting up professional lifeguarding and really promoting surfing up and down the coast from Los Angeles to San Diego. So he really was the father of American surfing and really American lifeguarding as well, right? Yeah, I mean, I think you could put him, I think you could give him that name. He, there was lifeguarding before Freeth arrived. That was one of the things that got me interested in his story. I'd heard that he was the first lifeguard and the first surfer in California. Neither of those turned out to be true. Uh, there were some Hawaiians who gave exhibitions in the 1890s. Uh, and then there was also lifeguards at the resorts that were uh, building up around Los Angeles. So I, I thought, if he's not the first surfer and he's not the first lifeguard, why is he so well-known? Why do people remember him? And it turns out that he may not have been the first one to do those things, but he stayed in California and he taught people how to surf and he taught people how to lifeguard. So he's the one who really stayed and did that day-to-day work of promoting both activities and building up a foundation. And to my mind, lifeguarding and surfing are the foundation of California beach culture as we know it today. So she was the one really at the headwaters of those two activities and created the foundation of California beach culture. What was the fascination at first of him saying, you know, just this board and, and look what I can do with it, and this comes from, you know, my native uh, Hawaii. What was, uh, was it a slow burn, or did it hit, hit like pancakes? <laughs> um, it was probably a little bit of both. I mean, when people first saw him, they were amazed, understanding, of course, that most people didn't know how to swim at the time. They had never seen somebody on a surfboard. And so to see somebody out there in the ocean, which was a place that people were really afraid of, they didn't understand currents or swells, um, wind waves got big. They didn't understand what rip currents were or when they popped up. So you had a lot of fear just in people going to the beach and not wanting to go into the ocean. So he really brought a Native Hawaiian perspective uh, to California. And by that I mean he showed people that you didn't necessarily have to be afraid of the ocean, that the ocean could be a tremendous source of pleasure and joy as well. So he was a true pioneer in that sense, um, and that's what that's what got me interested in him. What was the story, but 
behind him rescuing seven fishermen. Right. So this is a year after he lands in Los Angeles. He's part of this volunteer lifeguarding organization. There were no professional lifeguards at the time, no organized. Basically, the only professional lifeguards were hired by these bathhouses. Uh, so he was out of work. It was winter season, so December 1908. Uh, the water is probably 55 degrees, uh, so it's really cold. And this uh, squall descends on Venice. And over about two hours, he rescues, as you say, seven fishermen. And it wasn't just the rescue itself, which was amazing. Um, the fact that he jumped off the pier three separate times to rescue these men and bring them into safety. But the fact that he swam out to them. So normally at the time, uh, what you would do as a lifeguard is you would collect these guys together. You would row out in a boat. You would try to make it through the wave. Sometimes you'd get capsized. Um, and so that was the normal way, but it took so long. And by the time you got there, if you got there, oftentimes the people were, had already been pulled under. So he really innovated swimming out to people in storm surf. And after he did that and he got national news, made national headlines, he eventually won a United States uh, life-saving gold medal uh, from the U.S. Life Saving Service, which was under the U.S. Department of Treasury. Uh, so he started to train other lifeguards to swim out to save people rather than trying to row boats. A couple more questions for Patrick Moser, his new book, Surf and Rescue. What about, you said he taught people how to surf. You think about the Olympic swimming champion Duke Kahanamoku, um, and he is regarded as one of the first great surfers. What was their relationship like? So uh, that's a really good question. They had a good relationship. Freeth was seven years older than Duke. Uh, they remained friends as long as uh, Freeth lived and, and Duke. So, but at one point, Freeth was Duke's coach uh, in swimming at the Los Angeles Athletic Club. They were both great surfers. They both grew up at Waikiki, so they knew each other there. Uh, and when Duke came over to California, he visited Freeth. And Freeth kind of pointed out where the good areas to surf were in Southern California. But for a period there, Freeth was Duke's coach uh, in 1915, 1914. Uh, and so Duke, uh, George Freeth worked with Duke on his starts and on his turns, and he helped Duke lower his times so that eventually in 1920, Duke could win that gold medal again, as he had done in 1912. He also free started the first surf club. What was the club like? So this was a group of young men. Uh, this is uh, November 1912 in Redondo Beach, California. Uh, he had just gotten back from a year in Hawaii, and uh, there was a surf club in Hawaii, the Huinalu, that had formed so that Duke could compete in that uh, amateur athletic contest that he did so well and sort of jumped on the international stage before his gold medal win in, in the 1912 Olympics. And so Freeth came back to Southern California and decided he was going to do the same thing. So we got a group of boys together, uh, formed a surf club, and then they started giving surf lessons. When you start to do a double entendre intended deep dive on this type of figure, what were some of the, you know, one or two things that, really stuck with you that you were like, wow, I didn't know that? 
so for me, it was really helpful to have these newspaper databases that have been digitized over the past handful of years. So I could type in his name, and up would pop up a few hundred articles. And what they did was they filled in the day-to-day routine of, of George Freese, where he was, what he was doing, the kind of sports he was playing, who he was hanging out with. So all of that was new information to me, and I just kind of soaked it all up, and it just helped me fill in a lot of the gaps in his life. People didn't know much about George Freese. I mean, he was famous, as I said, but they didn't really know, you know, they just there was lots of big holes in his life. So this really helped me fill in those gaps. Today, is he recognized anywhere? Is there a statue to him? Is there a library named after him? Anything? There's not much. I mean, in Redondo Beach, they probably have, you know, he got the most recognition because he spent more time in Redondo Beach than any other city uh, in Southern California. So there's a bust of George Freeth by the Redondo Beach Pier. Um, There is a George Freeth, you know, an avenue that's named after him right there. Uh, so here and there, uh, you'll see references to him. But he really is kind of this unknown figure. And because he died during the flu pandemic, you know, when there were tens of millions of people who died around him, and right after World War One, so tens of millions of more people, soldiers and civilians, his name sort of fell into the shadows pretty quickly. And because of Duke's fame, you know, Duke sort of, you know, sucked up all the oxygen in the room. And uh, last question, in the Netflix movie, who plays Duke? Um, you know, that's a good question. I have not seen that yet. Uh, so No, I mean, uh, when I you, I'm saying when you make it. <laughs> oh, I see. You, might, you mean in the, I know they just came out with one in the, uh, about Duke. So who plays Sorry, Duke? sorry, not Duke. Who plays George? My bad. Oh, okay, gotcha, yeah. Well, uh, as you probably know, uh, Freeth was mixed race. His father was English and his mother was Native Hawaiian. So it would be great to get a mixed race, you know, Native Hawaiian uh, to play George Freeth, you know, to have that sort of somebody who was a great athlete, super competitive, and yet just had this really kind of mellow vibe about him. I think he could find somebody in the island. Well, Miles Teller, there's a mixed race guy for you there, kind of mellow. He's kind of hot right now. Not a great actor, but he's, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I like he's a, it. Yeah. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Until the movie comes out, though, make sure to buy the book Surf and Rescue, George Freeth and the Birth of California Beach Culture. This is from the University of Illinois Press, and we've been speaking with the author, Patrick Moser. Uh, Patrick, congratulations on the book. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Byland. is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. 
Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so... Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Uh, what kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. Thank you for that. Uh, tomorrow on the show, Tim Meadows. It's been a while. Tim Meadows was in studio with me many years ago. Of course, uh, Saturday Night Live, Leon Philp, the ladies' man. So, <clears throat> you know, yesterday and today, I said there's no exciting guy on the A's. Um, and then someone said, which I knew they would, what are you talking about? Sean Murphy's got a gold glove and, uh, you know, Frankie Montas and Paul Blackburn. 
look, I like Murph. I do. But just think about where the A's are right now. They are in Yankee Stadium. And Elvis Andrews, who's hitting like 190, he hit a bases-clearing double. It's 4-1 to one A's. Like, wow, the Yankees are the hottest team in the last 20 years. They're going to they're gonna win one. Now, and the big rally that put the Yankees ahead for their 54th win and their the A's 50th loss now, 9-5 to New York yesterday, was the fact that Sean Murphy had catcher's interference on Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton. This is a gold glover. Did they knock some of the gold off of his glove? He literally extended his glove, and when the guy swang, it hit his glove, and then the next guy swang, and it hit his glove again. Now, these are big men. (laughs) But Sean Murphy, this is not a rookie. This is something that doesn't even really happen in high school. It happens every blue moon. I would say I would give one per year for every MLB team. You know, one per year. Catcher's interference, it hit his glove. Ouch. Yeah, it could break your fingers if you're not careful. Twice, And this is why my A's always choke at Yankee Stadium, even in the playoffs, because they look around, they see the pinstripes, they see all the obnoxious guidos, they see all these, you know, uh, guys wearing white tank tops. I won't call them the vernacular. And they go, hey, (laughs) pouring beer on each other and they get scared. And I really would like to say that my A's rise above that, but they never have my whole life. They say, well, what about when they went 12-0 and 0 in 1989 or whatever? That was regular season. The A's always lay an egg. Two catcher's interferences in the same inning from the gold glover in the American League. A's baseball, catch the fever. Byline USA. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.